0: Screen capture and tutorial videos have become the user manuals of our age. On this episode, Brendan and I give an overview of best practices when using screen capture.
1: video revolution is here and it's changing how we do business learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the video marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts joel Gubich and brendan carty
2: Welcome to Video Marketing 2.0, the authoritative video marketing podcast. I am Brendan Carty. I'm the head writer and creative story lead at ThinkMojo. And I'm joined by my colleague, Director of Business Development, Joel Gubich. Joel, how are you? I'm great. Uh, This
0: is, you know, the... The sun is finally gone away. I know that sounds really weird, but it's been <laughs> you, so
2: hot. You have been complaining about the heat for like three to four straight months. So absolutely,
0: I am so ready for for like sixty, seventy degree weather. Yeah, and here in Charleston, that's a couple months away.
2: I was gonna say you, you can uh, your sweaters will be safe in your attic for a couple months longer. So today, Joel, we're gonna talk about a. Uh, A a kind of video that I think is gaining a lot of steam in video marketing. It's the screen capture or screencast video, which by the way, those terms screencast, screen capture, they are synonymous. But what the, uh, if you're not familiar with these videos, essentially they are uh, tutorial videos that show you how to use a product. It's usually a tech product, something that is, uh, you know, has some sort of online interface. And the videos walk you through each step and Educate you not just on you know, the, how to sign up and, and how to use it but uh, in general, but how to get a little deeper into the product and, and really explore its true value. And a lot of companies are finding these worthwhile because one of the problems that they have is you know, you'll get people to sign up for your product, but maybe they don't understand how to really use it and therefore how to gain all the value out of it. So you know, they, they drop off after a while. Um, which is a huge problem actually there's something like 60 percent of users uh drop off using an app after only a couple of weeks because they don't they don't actually uh explore the 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 thing in in its entirety so these are a great way to to get people to understand all the nuts and bolts and and really get to the bottom of you know all the great things that your app does
0: yeah and it's not just for apps let's let's uh let's Be clear on that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a, that's almost a given that if you have an online product that is just online that. You need to have a way to, a mechanism to teach and educate the users how to use that. It can't always be intuitive, but there is uh, the use of, of tutorial and screen capture uh, videos can also work for instructions, let's say, putting something together. Um, that's another great way of, of using this type of video.
2: Yeah. And I guess I'm, when I say you're you're right, when I say app, I'm thinking more application, not just like a a phone app. So just keep that Mm -hmm. in mind, but uh, yeah, no, there are, so let's talk about that. Joel, what, what are some of the, the typical companies that uh, that would use a a screen capture video is, or what are some of the typical kinds of products that you think would be, uh, you know, most uh, would benefit the most from having this kind of video?
0: Well, uh, the first thing that comes to mind, of course, is any SaaS company, software as a service company. So if you are, you know, take a company like, uh, like Quicken or QuickBooks or Mint.com or any of these, uh, online financial companies that are not only business to consumer, but business to business. Uh, you've got a interface, you've got a, a whole series of how to, you know basically using your computer in order uh your computer is your product basically your your interface is your product so you have to be able to convey in in a easy to understand you like to use the word snackable uh way how to actually navigate all of the different complexities of that particular product. So software uh companies for sure. Uh again going back into what I said before, a company that uh that A lot of times tutorial videos are replacing the manual, the old printed manual that we used to get with everything. Uh, I think if you buy a anything from Apple or even any computer today, I don't think you buy a man, you get a manual with it. You get uh, a download or you may get a whole series of tutorial videos, how to actually use that product. So those are, those are two things that come to mind.
2: Yeah. No, I, I think that the, the natural, you know, Product that exists online, the UI is very, uh, very important. I think you said it before, you know, sometimes there are, you're going to have products that are uh, maybe not strictly in the UI, but sort of a, uh, a how to, um, uh, well, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I'll go back a second. The we're, What we're primarily talking about here is for sales, right? Like you're, you're, you want to get people that are either new users or potential users, but another instance to look into is using it for your own internal team your own sales team
0: absolutely that that is such a powerful new area you know and and i didn't touch on that for sure
2: yeah and so you know it's not even you know the kinds of of businesses uh or kinds of prospects you're going after but if you use it for your own sales team some of the advantages of that are to get people on the same page for uh explaining your products and processes uh you can walk your maybe you're walking your sales team through you know an onboarding process or maybe you're uh I- explaining to them how to you know explain the the uh the product to the customer so these are the kinds of things that you would in the olden days i guess you know prior to 5 10 years ago would require you to have you know, large conferences to get everybody, if you have a large national team, let's say to get fly everybody in and, and get everybody on the same page. And now with something like, you know, a well, uh, developed screencast or tutorial series, you can do all of that heavy lifting with just, you know, five to 10 videos, let's say. So it really cuts down on, on your, on your costs. And not only that makes it makes your uh, internal messaging so much more consistent across the board.
0: And it's also, and then don't, Discount this. This is something really important. Software companies uh or or just in general, the change that goes on nonstop in the products and services that we buy and use is is a constant. And creating a screencast video is a allows for a much easier mechanism for editing and changing out that video so you don't have to start from scratch. Just imagine every single time if you had it uh, again, printed, and something changed on the screen. You had to go and print it, then ship it out or whatever. So creating a screencast video is an easy way. and if you if you do it the correct way, it's easy to exchange out screens.
2: And that actually brings to another question, Joel, because I think this is something that we we hear from a lot of clients prospects who want to make screen capture videos. They're worried that, well, you know, my interface is going to change maybe probably in the next 6 months to a year as i get more feedback from my from my uh, beta customers or early customers so how do you accommodate that in a screen capture video so that you basically allow your t- your uh your product room to grow
0: well there are a couple ways that you could do that the first thing i think is to make these things short do not go on forever because if you have to edit it out then you only have to edit out a minute or two minutes or instead of having to redo a five or six minute tutorial. And besides which, you know, it just goes back to what we've always said, you know, keep it short and simple, Uh, shorter is better. So that's one way that you have to be thinking about when you go into it. And it also goes into creating a good content strategy. You got to think about this beforehand. Just don't go out there and create a screencast. Think about what you want to convey, how you're going to convey it, where is it going to uh, develop into, so that you've got some pre-thought into this, so that when things change, and they, they will change, that's just that constant, that you already have somewhat planned for it. The other thing is uh, when you're making that screencasted uh, video, when you're doing the, um, the pre-production of it and, and trying to rem- uh, think of which screens I'm going to capture, what's the story, that you do it in such a way that it will be easy enough to replace that screen without having necessarily to change, uh, let's say, the voiceover. Mm-hmm. So it's just the screen and the UI that may have changed, but in essence, everything else is the same.
2: And, Joel, I want to get in there real quick because that is such an important point. I think when people uh, look at their tutorial videos, they look at it as a how-to, right, and how to do every step of the process, how to sign in, you know, how to fill out the form. People, under, people will know that they need to fill their email address in, right, when it asks them for their email address. So you don't need to get to that level of detail because especially because like you said if your ui changes and you know some of these things are now out of order in six months your whole video is going to need to be redone so you don't want to focus too much on the nuts and bolts teeny tiny details like that instead go through the general process which i assume would not change even if you know some of your uh your design changed so you know what what what's the first if you have a uh you know the, the first step or like a dashboard or something that that everyone goes to, okay, what are the general things on the dashboard that the 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 user should be aware of? You know, and those are the kinds of things that are sort of baked into the cake of your product that aren't necessarily going to change. And instead of using the voiceover to point out things on screen and say on the left hand pane, you know, second from the top, you'll find, Because those those things, A, are going to be obvious to anyone with two eyes you know, to be able to look at the screen and and tell for themselves. And two, it's not going to date your video if those things change slightly. Instead, use the voiceover to explain why you would go and click on this thing. What is the value that you gain out of clicking on analytics or reports or whatever, whatever it is that you're pointing out? Because those are the types of things that likely will not change, even as small details of the UI do change.
0: It's a good point. I think another thing is make we respond much more to the storytelling, and a good screen capture or tutorial video should be the same thing. Uh, you know, if, if it was just a matter of capturing screens and click here, click there, uh, we'd all be geniuses, and we'd be watching these things all the way through, and and we wouldn't need anything else. But it's not that way. I can remember sitting in college and thinking, oh, my God, you know, the professor's reading straight from the book. What do I need the professor there? I've got the book. And the same thing with your tutorial video. Don't be that professor that's standing there reading from the book.
2: That's that's really good. I, I like that because then, you know, uh, you you'd get into class and, like, what is this, a reading class? Like, I thought this was, uh, you know, intro to business. But you're totally right. This is a – you want to be – you want to get – as much value out of this as possible, and just showing them the screens and pointing out little things that they can obviously see with their own two eyes is a waste of your time and certainly a waste of theirs.
0: I think that's a good time to take a break and hear a word or two from our sponsors. Vutopia
1: is an incredible two-day video marketing summit happening in the heart of San Francisco this November. Uh, It's an opportunity for thought leaders and practitioners alike to really discover new perspectives on the possibilities of video. Those who attend will hear uh, about what's happening in digital marketing, where it's heading, and discover the secrets that real marketers who are excelling with video today and building a a vision for the future are doing with video. You're going to walk away with Lots of great information on how to use video strategically throughout the buyer's journey, expanding your use of video without blowing your budget, simplifying video creation for anyone in your business, and a whole lot more. It's happening this November in San Francisco, and uh, listeners of the podcast um, can attend for a very special price of three forty nine dollars by visiting vidyard.com slash VUTopia. Every company can benefit from a smart tutorial video or video series use them instead of FAQs for internal training or to educate your potential customers to your product or service go to thinkmojo.com/tutorialvideos to learn how thinkmojo can produce modern tutorial videos for you that are engaging and effective thinkmojo smart videos for modern business
0: now back to the second part of this episode where we're going to go into best practices for creating a screencasted tutorial video what are good practices for for making a good screen capture and tutorial video? And we're gonna have links to it obviously on video marketing20.net, the our show notes page. I think one of the things that comes to mind for me, especially for a company that is in the world of uh, software as a service, so tutorial videos are just an essence of who you are because you know, your, your UI is essentially your product. So if you're not doing good screen capture tutorial videos, then something's, something's not right with, uh, with your marketing department. But part of, I think a good tutorial screen capture video is a good intro and outro call them bumpers. It's a great opportunity for branding and consistency. And also lending some uh the viewer understand uh that we are giving you we're giving you some quality we're giving uh we we have you in mind when we're creating this,
2: yeah, and I think that the way that you imagine them you, you say you want to be strategic about you know planning out your video strategy um you want to be strategic about your strategy well that's Pretty obvious. Uh, so but you know, you you're not just gonna make like one tutorial video that explains everything about the product. So how you organize these these videos should you know there, there are a couple of ways to be very targeted about them. So let's say you know you can have one video that's just a response to one of your frequently asked questions. You can have a whole series that's just responses to frequently asked questions. And the video opens up with that, you know, relating to that concern and then going right into it. You know, how, how do you, how do you do this in in our program? How do you reach out to you know customers directly from our program? How do you upload, you know, customer data, whatever it is. And then it goes, the video is focused on that so that the viewer knows what they're getting and they go into it and it's very clean, very tidy. They get what they're looking for and then they can move on. And, you know, that's one thing, like people love, Finding, you know, people love tutorials. They love learning through visually, but they don't like sitting through stuff that doesn't appeal to them or or doesn't is not applicable to them. So you want to be as targeted as you can with these. And, you know, eventually, if you if you do it right and you're committed, you could end up having a an entire library of video content that could be sliced and diced in so many different ways and, and therefore become so much more valuable to you.
0: Absolutely. You know, create your own learning center. Any company, every company should have a learning center, uh, both internally and obviously externally, uh, you know, for sales. Uh, but I think you pointed out something that, you know, I'm going to go back to the whole make it short and have a series of tutorial videos rather than one longer one and keep these in that one to two, three-minute uh, range at most. Um, and if it goes beyond that, then really think about um, – how do i edit this how do i change it so that it's it's a shorter period and use the tool of chaptering because as you said somebody doesn't want to watch everything let's say i come in and 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 i've i've purchased a company company x's software online well i only have a specific issue that i want to understand or refine or learn about i want to be able to go to that specific thing so creating chapters and specific titles that make it easy. And then you can tag them. Uh, that's a, that's a beautiful thing about, uh, creating a whole series of, uh, of screen capture, uh, tutorials that you can, you can use the, the power of words, um, and tagging in order to be able to help your customer or your viewer get to the exact content that they need to get to.
2: Yeah. And and to be specific about when when we say the chaptering tool, uh, if you go through Wistia, they actually offer uh, a a tool where you can uh, establish chapters inside your video so that they essentially appear in a side pane so that allowing the viewer to just skip ahead to, you know, a minute 23, whatever, where you start talking about another topic. So it basically all these things give the viewer more control over the content. Because like Joel said, if somebody clicks on a video and it's you know ten minutes of you know just a a long rambling tutorial and you know, they're going to feel like they're in class and they're not people don't have that time and, and they uh, they want to they have specific questions and they want specific answers quickly.
0: Well, let's maybe the last bit of uh, this episode. I want to talk about something that's near and dear to our hearts because we see this all the time. Now it's easy to make a your own screen capture and screencast video. And there's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of times we see a disconnect between a company's branding on their website or on their app uh, and their other marketing materials and the quality of the screencasted tutorial itself. And sometimes you can see something really great on the website, and then you go to the tutorial video and you say, well, was this done in the uh, the basement of the basement of the basement? <laughs>
2: right. It, it, it's so true, Joel, because, you know, like we said, what are the companies – the kind of company that can benefit the most from specifically screen capture tutorials are those for whom the UI is the product, right? It's not – you know, this is the exact, the only way that the customer is going to interact with your brand is through the software that, that you are are offering them. So if their best look at that software on your site is through a shoddily produced uh, tutorial, it's going to make your product itself look bad. So you want to be sure that the the video is produced at a level that represents your UI in the most uh, flattering way possible. You know, it, it's sort of like if, you know, you had a, if you're selling cars and you're, you're on your, you're offering your, uh, you're on, you're on your website and, you know, you click on a, a certain model of a car and, you know, it's like not even washed. It's like sitting in the, it's sitting in some dirty garage somewhere. It's not going to help you sell, sell any units. So you got to think of this as, as something that not only shows people how to use your product, but something that really showcases your product. And the quality of the production is very important in doing that. It may be tempting, obviously, anybody can do a screen capture video if you have, you know, some basic software on your own computer. But is that really the best investment long term? You know, this is a question that everyone has to answer for themselves, but should definitely take seriously.
0: Uh, I think you pointed on uh, the word investment, and I want to to all the companies out there, you know, listening to this podcast. I want you to understand one thing. There's an expense, obviously, in making a much higher quality screencast or screen capture uh, tutorial video. But instead of looking at it as an expense, look at it as an asset, because this is something that's going to get a ton of use. It's actually part of your product. And so it becomes that asset that's really going to be more on your balance sheet more than uh, think of it as something that's without it, you really don't have a product or a company. And what would you spend to develop that product? Um, so don't think of it just as an expense, as an add-on. Sometimes you should almost start with how are we going to create the tutorial video uh, while you're developing the product.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And- remember the more that uh, with a way that a lot of uh application products or software as a service products work their value comes from how much people engage with it how much they use it so if your screen capture videos are not up to snuff then you're, you may have customers who, sure, sign on, but never actually use your product, and therefore, you don't really gain any value out of it. Or they, they don't, you, you don't gain any, uh, you know, any long-term relationships with your customers. So these things are very important. Don't get maybe enough attention or the, the attention that they deserve, but like Joel said, they are investments just like anything else.
0: Well, I think that's a good point, uh, to, to end this, uh, this uh, podcast where we talk about screen capture videos as being one of the most, if not the most effective way, uh, to explain a product, especially an online product and give an audience a visual walkthrough. So we want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by Think Mojo. And you can subscribe to this podcast and our monthly newsletter and get complete access to all the show notes page. And remember, we're going to have links and additional information about how to create and all the different uh, dynamics of screen capture and tutorial videos on our website, video marketing20.net. That's video marketing two zero dot net and you can download or listen to other episodes both on our website on itunes stitcher radio and soundcloud so for brendan and myself we look forward to seeing you on another episode of video marketing 2.0
1: thank you for listening to another episode of video marketing 2.0 presented by think mojo for more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts, at infothinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.